Oh. No. Oh, I am live. Okay. It didn't show up on the thing. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> oh, Sunday morning. I love it. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Welcome to being in the huddle with me, Coach Muddle, as I try to do two things at once. Uh, you know, lots to get to. Uh, the professor says that he's jumping on board. I know, you know, daddy duties, hey, been there, done that. So he says, and of course, Coach Billy has been uh, talking a lot, a lot of trash uh, and, and says he will be here shortly. Uh, so we will definitely uh, get into um, get into some of that stuff. So I, I can't wait. Um, you know, we're, we're having some, some fun today because we got a lot to talk about. Um, and I just wanted to, um, share a fun, fun fact with everyone that today, the only game that has two teams with winning records would be the Giants Seahawks game. Hey, just just saying, I'm just saying, you know, I mean, now, uh, how, how, how to, um, how that is, is, you know, because, hey, the New York football giants are six and one, baby. <laughs> Who would have thought that? Oh, man, I'm telling you, it is, um, uh, uh, you know, really, really excited about it. Uh, you know, so we're we're gonna have some uh, we're gonna have some fun today uh, when those guys get uh, get involved because you know, oh, by the way, the you know the city of Philadelphia is going nuts, you know, because they're they're in this delusional high. Yes, you guys are in a delusional high, and I will. You know, get on uh, Billy about it uh, because you know. I mean, come on, it's uh, it's it's kind of it's kind of funny. You know, the Eagles are you know six and zero as they face the uh, man. I can't believe I'm saying this. The hapless, uh, hapless. Yeah, I say it. Hapless Pittsburgh Steelers. Oof, man. How does that work? And um, you know, uh, man, and the Philadelphia Phillies are in the World Series. Holy crap! The you know, I mean, they fired their manager Joe Girardi. Uh, uh, you know, great Yankee. Thought he was a great manager for the Yankees. Uh, but you know, hey, it didn't work out in Philadelphia. They sent him uh, packing, and. All of a sudden, now they're in the World Series. It's tied 1-1, and uh, they're heading back to uh, the city of brotherly love for the next three games. But how about this now? I mean, I mean, if you got the coin, which, you know, I don't, but and I couldn't care either, but uh, on Wednesday, you could go to World Series Game 5 because you know there's going to be at least a Game 5. Game five, then get on a plane, go to 
Houston and see the Eagles play in uh, in Phil in in Houston on Thursday. And uh, let me bring in the professor. What's up, buddy? How you doing, man? Oh man, doing great. How are you? Uh, every day is a holiday, baby. I mean, you know, the Giants are six and one, and it's the only game with two winning teams playing against each other today. Did you know that? That's when- pretty incredible. And I gotta say, man, six and one is pretty awesome. And a lot of it has to do with uh, the acquisition, the low key acquisition of Wink Martindale. Absolutely, Fan- man. Fantastic pickup, man. And and it's funny because every week. Everyone's like, "Oh, the Giants are going to lose this week. Oh, it's time for them to, to lose. It's it's the bot. Let the bottom fall out. Hasn't yet. So kudos to the Giants. Hey, uh, you know, uh, and going into the bye week, I mean, we have a great opportunity to be seven and one going into the bye. I mean, you know, if you told me that in in April, I would have laughed at you. You right. know, uh, so uh, I, I'm excited. I'm I'm excited that you know they're starting to throw out the trash. I think we got a great deal by getting rid of Kadarius Tony and uh, we got a third round pick for him. I'm, I'm, I mean, it's a compensatory pick, which, you know, okay, but still it's a third round pick. Uh, it, it's some extra assets of, you know, is the quarterback in the draft this year that, you know, and the giants can accumulate some picks and, and go get that guy. So we'll see. It's interesting because Danny Dimes is also showing that if you surround your team with a competent coach, uh, a strong run game, uh, everything else can be secondary and he can still be competent because we didn't see that before. The culture is definitely shifting in New York, I feel like. Uh, getting rid of Tony also you know, adds to that. So I'm impressed so far with what I'm seeing this year. It's a big turnaround. You know, and and the culture, it's it's really hard to, uh, and and I gotta believe at that level, it's a little harder because you're dealing with men making millions of dollars, mm-hmm. so uh, to get them to buy in. But I think the wins you're getting, you're stacking wins. So now guys believe, hey, this guy knows what he's doing. It's you know, and they're buying in. I think quicker than. Hey, the Giants, you know, if we're sitting here talking about the Giants being, you know, two and five or, you know, something like that, they, you, you know, it would be something totally different. Yeah, and it's funny to think, too, like, you know, imagine if if it was a different division. Six and one looks different in other divisions. Like, that's very impressive. Oh, absolutely. You know, we're, 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 we're number two in the, in the division behind. But I, I got to believe as bad as the NFC is, you know, uh, the Giants, you know, could go, you know, five and five after the bye and still be make- and still make the playoffs. I mean, you're right. talking about a 10, a 10, 11 win team, uh, uh, which is, you know, who would have thought the Giants were winning 10 games, you know? I mean, right. Holy cow. And I mean, and what what wins in the playoffs? Like what what wins in December and January? Right. It's the ground. Defense. Yeah. It's the ground and defense, defense, right? And defense and the ground and pound. And, and yeah. the Giants are showing that. On, on, unfortunately, the Giants, you know, they got two of their starting offensive linemen are out, uh, you know, and uh, so we'll see how that goes today uh, with, with those guys. Um, 
But uh, big props, you know, Nick Gates, not a fan of Nick Gates, uh, but, you know, he had a gruesome injury. And, I mean, the dude fought back, and he is now on the active roster. I mean, props to that dude. I mean, you know, uh, you know, hey, he's he's uh, uh, he he worked his way back. I mean, he he there there's talk that he might lose his leg. Like he had he had a I think he had like six or seven surgeries on his leg. I mean, right. it was pretty gruesome. So uh, props to him for for doing that. You know, here's a question I have for you. Is there any scenario this year with his stats, with his, you know, meaningful contributions to the offense? Is there any chance that you change your mind about Saquon Barkley? Or do you just think that they should not sign him to a, a multi-year deal? I, I I don't I don't think anything. I just a, the Giants don't sign running backs. And yep. B, look at the running backs that got the big money. McCaffrey. What has he done? Uh, uh, get, get injured a lot, right? And, and then you 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 see uh, Ezekiel Elliott. I mean, you know, he they're they're just you know not worth the money. And I I just think that you can find a guy that can you know you know run by platoon like everybody else is doing. You that that bell cow is just not. Just not, not there. there. Yeah, it's just not there anymore. You know, so, so I, I don't, I don't know. We'll see. And you know, I'm sure some giant, some calls have been made to the Giants, but I, I think because the Giants are six and one, they're they are buyers and not sellers at the trade deadline. Because I think if we're talking, the Giants are like I said, two and five. I think you'd see Saquon Barkley on a different team. Yeah. Yeah, the fire sale will be strong for sure. Right. I mean, you, you don't you don't think Western New York is calling if they're two and five? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, and I said that would be a great fit for for Saquon. I mean, they are they are that guy. They are Saquon away from being mm-hmm. you know the Super Bowl uh, uh, you know crown. Yeah. Cr- right. Crown them. <laughs> crown them just that because that's all they they're missing. I mean, yeah. that, that's the missing piece to the puzzle, really. Yeah. You know. I'm kind of surprised that it that in the last like three years, cause that is ever since Josh Allen got there, that's been the knock on the team. And I'm kind of surprised they haven't really taken steps to fix that. They got the right. same, got the same guys. And, and, you know, Hey, uh, you know, Florida products, uh, the kid from Florida Atlantic, uh, is a good back, but he's not a bell cow. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, yeah, I don't I don't know what it is why Buffalo just hasn't gone there, but I mean, I don't know how they're going to be paying all these guys, you know. They paid Josh Allen, they paid Diggs, they paid uh uh who they just bring in that defensive end. Why why is his name slipping me? It, it, it's right there. Um I'm I'm losing it too. Oh, uh, um hold on. Is it uh was it Von Miller? Yes, thank you. Von Miller. Um, you know, yeah. so where are you paying all these guys? You know, so you you know you got to get a guy in there, and I, I think you can get some 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 running backs. And it's funny draft wise too, because I think Damian Pierce was a fourth rounder this year, and he's lighting it up for the Texans. You're telling me that Damian Pierce wouldn't absolutely light it up for the Buffalo Bills, right? Right. You know, because everyone's going to stack the box against him right now when he's in Houston. Can't do that in Buffalo. They'll make you pay. So I'm just, you know, sometimes I wonder, 
can't question them too much because they've had a really obviously the draft results speak for themselves in Buffalo. But um, you know, between the draft and, and the free agency, of course, I mean, Stefan Diggs was definitely a uh, he was you know he was a Christmas gift a couple years back for sure. Right, and that was you know well they got him via trade. They didn't yep. they didn't. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, he wasn't he was a free agent. That's he right. wasn't. He was it was via trade. He was all disgruntled there in uh, in Minnesota, and yeah. uh, so they shipped him out. And, By the way, it's Minnesota like doesn't even miss the guy. You look right. No, I mean I mean you, you miss the you, beat. They didn't. I mean, when you get Jefferson, I mean, you know, and, and that's all I hear. And I'm sure when when Billy gets here, you know, they're they're uh, complaining because I mean, the guy that the Eagles drafted before Jefferson, they wound up shipping to uh, to Vikings, uh, yeah. the Vikings. You know, <laughs> so. yeah. And that and that's another crazy story too. I mean, Eagles are having great success now. You know, grabbed AJ Brown. Devontae Smith was a, was a good pickup the other couple of years, but man, for a while there, they just could not find success at wide receiver. I mean, just what, just whiffs, you know. And and, yeah. and you look you look at Justin Jefferson now, and you and you think to yourself, with those teams that needed wide receivers, like what were they thinking, right? Like, I, sometimes I want to be a fly on the wall in the <laughs> war room right. draft day. Um, and and, and uh, my Ravens are are no uh, my, my Ravens have a really bad history of drafting wide receivers, so I, I can't speak as far as my team goes. But I sometimes it just it smacks you in the face, and you wonder, you know, cause like for for Jalen Rager, I mean, I don't know, college tape on Jefferson versus Rager, to me, there's no comparison. I'm grabbing Jefferson, and and the Vikings happily did. And yeah, and 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 you know, and I don't know, you know, you went with that Alabama pedigree and 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 all that, you know, and it just didn't didn't pan out because, but I think was with Rager too, and I think it's kind of really hard is uh, those receivers are they talent because I find that corner is one of the toughest toughest. Uh, you know, to evaluate a corner mm -hmm. because you're not facing 18 top quarterbacks in a row like you are in the NFL. You know, I mean, this college schedule is what 12 games, 10, 12 right. games. You're not, you're not facing 10 to 12 NFL quarterbacks every year, every week. So you don't, you can't really look at him, you know, that, that sample size gets really shrunk down mm -hmm. to see. And I think the receiver is, is gets part of that is a product of that. Is that kid that good? Right. Or is it a product of what's going on around him? And I, and I think Rager and, and some of those other receivers from Alabama you're seeing is, is just a product of, of what's, what's around them, you know? That makes a lot of sense too, because the college game is so spread out. Like for years, from my my personal opinion, I was like, man, you can't you cannot trust most ACC quarterbacks. I mean, you know, Danny Dimes for one, Mitch Trubisky. You know, they weren't seeing the top talent like you said every week, or even in their own conference in terms right. of like in terms of the defenses they were facing. So, you know, and and that's why also you take a big gamble when you go after these. Um, you know the uh, the division uh, one double A guys, you know uh, Flacco, 
you know, Flacco was a risk. Flacco panned out for a little bit. Yeah, but you got to remember, Flacco also played at Pitt. Everybody yep. forgets he started at Pitt, had the yep. big issue with the coach, and yep. that's why he left. So a, a little bit different. Not like Carson Wentz was a D1 AA guy. Yeah from jump street he didn't go right. anywhere else he didn't have offers anywhere else he just and i think trey lance too right yeah i think trey lance was another guy who just right. was was one of those guys so it's and the it's jury's still tough. out on him too jury is still yeah out it him. is and i and I, honestly and i i just don't i think he's gonna be just a serviceable backup yeah uh with that do you think there's like a an ego situation there where the coach feels like like this guy is just going to thrive in my system and so they go after someone like that where the, you could get other guys with more bona fides is it is there just like an ego yeah. thing where like like i can shine i think up i think so i really do i think that that there is uh a little bit of of a you know that I I just get that from Kyle Shanahan that he's a guy that you know what I can make anybody work in my system. I don't need you know kind of kind of like Bill Belichick. I don't really need to pay guys because I can fit anybody into my system. And you know and now you know there there's kind of some glaring you know you're starting to see some 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 warts show up up in uh, so to speak in in New England now because now there's a quarterback uh, issue with your quarterbacks and so you're starting to kind of see the warts around uh, that that bill was able to hide for so many years. Was Mac Jones Alabama as well if I'm not mistaken? He is an Alabama guy. Yeah, I mean Alabama. Yes, that yes they are. You know, pro style offense, closest thing to an NFL team as you can get. But we also need to remember that Nick Saban flamed out in the NFL. So sometimes buyer beware. Well, I you know, and I honestly, I, I think Joe Namath is really the only quarterback that comes to mind from Alabama that has been a quote unquote elite quarterback right. in the league I, I can't really think of a guy that that came in the league from Alabama and did anything you know and yeah. it kind of a, a just one of the one of those one of those things I mean you know, just don't think about quarterbacks from Alabama being able to you know play at the next level that running backs offensive linemen defensive linemen you know are are you know you you're going there, you know, you're getting a solid guy, but, and, you know, I mean, granted running back is still tricky, but, uh, but yeah. those offensive linemen pretty much are, are pretty, you know, when you get offense, defensive linemen, those guys are pretty solid. It's funny, you know, earlier you mentioned, and you're, and I believe you're correct on the idea of not being able to evaluate cornerbacks, but like an Alabama secondary is also going to be typically a, a good situation for someone to draft. Um yeah, you had uh, what was it? A uh, Sertan, Patrick Sertan's kid went to Alabama. He's thriving out in Denver, you know, and uh, on, on you know, unfortunately, he's in Denver. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, and I, I just right. can't. Uh, <laughs> and they could be a coach, uh, uh, um, you know, a. Uh, uh, that could be a coach that could get fired in his for you know in his rookie rookie year. Uh, you know, and and I don't really count uh, uh, 
what's his name there in Jacksonville last year with the whole uh, – I think he was just trying to leave and didn't Urban want to Meyer. leave. Urban Meyer, yes. Yeah. I can't um, – Nathaniel, you know, Nathaniel Hackett looks lost in the sauce every yes. single week. Yes, to, to absolutely. Be, to be honest, man, Nathaniel Hackett looks like looks like if you were going to throw me out <laughs> out on the field and be like, "Hey, man, head coach this game, see what happens." Okay, you know, it's just not. He just doesn't. He looks like he definitely is that guy who's going to be most comfortable as a coordinator, and you know, and has his strengths. But right. maybe head coach is not that strength. Right, right, right. So uh, there's been sometimes it looks like he's waiting for the head coach to make a call, right? Like, like he forgets that he's not a coordinator. That's he. Looks, <laughs> that's what he looks like sometimes. But yeah, but he's a you know, and and the part of the problem though is, uh, you know, I I I just you know, there's no where's your veteran on the staff? Where where is that guy that has right. been there? for a while, you know, that like, the, like Dable, he went out, he got weak Martindale and there's a guy, Hey, here's the defense, go yeah. do it. And, and he doesn't, I can concentrate on this. And, you know, he went out and got a young offensive coordinator by Kafka, but they work well together. He Kafka is still calling the plays, but I'm sure Dable's in there and going, you know, I like this play uh, uh, in this situation. I'm sure he's throwing some, some nuggets to him here and there and, and, and working well together, but because he doesn't have to worry about the defense, but when you hire a bunch of young rookies, so to speak, they're, they're, you know, I'm sure none of those guys are rookies, but you you don't have that grizzled veteran that you kind of need to help you along, whether you're, you know, you know, if you're that offensive mind, which he was brought in to be, then you need to go hire a defensive guy that has been, you know, has been in the league for a long time that can, you know, almost with he- maybe head coaching experience, that guy that can just kind of run the defense without you having to even, you know, think about it. You're just listening on the on the headset of what's going on or you're in, uh, you know, so you're able to kind of do some stuff with the offense and not worry about it. That That's just kind of, you know the way I think that you should do it. Right. That's a great, great, great point. You know, like focus on yours. You bring in veteran guys that you know are just going to handle. You don't need your hands in every single cookie jar, right? You, 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 you stick to the chocolate chips, you know, <laughs> you, you, you give those, those Keebler EL fudges, <laughs> keep those over there. You keep the macaroons on that side. You just stick to chocolate chips, baby. I, 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 I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Samoa guy. Them, them Girl Scout cookies. Yes. I, I, but and I just found out. I found out Walmart makes the knockoff Samoas. Very good. I, Have you had them? Oh yeah, spot on, man. I, I'm thinking they're using the same people the Girl Scouts use or something. So, but so it's not five bucks for three cookies. No, it's actually like two bucks for a whole for a box of you know twelve or uh, yeah, I think it's twelve or fifteen, whatever it, whatever it is, you know. The Girl so. Scouts, Girl Scouts of America is the biggest pyramid scheme in the history <laughs> yeah. of the United States of America. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's my that's my hot take today. That's my All hot right. take. 
hot take by professor it's the uh it's not even not even sports related (laughs) he realized the girl scouts of america could by now could have an nfl franchise if they wanted to right they raised that much money (laughs) yes you're right man because i tell you what you can't walk into a walmart or a grocery store without them sitting there with their table and you know all their boxes and they give you that guilt trip like really you're not buying cookies from us like you know and it's like sorry they sell them inside for two bucks why i can't give you seven you know i'm sorry (laughs) yeah Yeah. of course like and they they always make sure like they you know you you feel bad you feel you you feel like a jerk if you walk by you don't buy any Right, you know, it's right. like the biggest guilt trip of your life. Right, it's like, but oh, you I know, just, it's lucky for me. I'm kind of a jerk, so I just kind of just keep on trucking, man. Naturally, <laughs> naturally, they're like, "Mommy, there goes that prickly man." <laughs> yes, so oh, just angry. let him go. You'll get get somebody else. You know, <laughs> there's the man in the hammer strength shirt. <laughs> hey, I'm you know I'm representing today, man. I love it. Re- re- rep- representing today. Yes, you, you know? are. Yes, you uh, are. Yeah. yeah, so. Yeah, as you should, man. It's, yep. it's, a, it's a killer situation. Yeah, um, and then uh, right after the game, it goes back. It goes to the black and red, getting my pirate gear on and uh, and heading south because uh, there's some guys down there getting ready to, uh, you know, overcome a hurricane to uh, go win a district title. So, you know. Uh, I've been keeping up on uh, – you know, you've been, you've been doing really good about posting about them. Um, so, you know, it's really easy for somebody to just hit the re, retweet, retweet button. You right. know, it's really easy. But you ask me to start typing stuff out, then we got issues, man. <laughs> yeah. but, but you're doing it, though. You're doing right. it. Right. Yeah, that's that's what's awesome. Man, I tell you, uh, where we're at right now, I mean, and you're, you're, you're what we'll call a well-traveled guy, right? You're well-traveled. <laughs> okay. You're seasoned. Uh, football is just different in Florida, man. From the stories you're telling me, football is just absolutely night and day different than the first state. And obviously, you know, I, and and look, let, let's table that because I I'm way I, let's 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 get Billy in where he's sure. you know he get in because I got some things to get him and I I've really uh, him and I have talked about that quite quite at length. And, and, you know, and I and I have some 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 things that that will, uh, you know, about that. But when, when he jumps on, we'll we'll jump uh, we'll jump on that. But I can't believe, do you know, I, and I said this just before you jumped on, uh, Professor, the city of Philadelphia is absolutely uh, going ridiculously nuts right now. Uh, and I was saying, cause you know, Philadelphia, the Phillies split, uh, w- the two games in, in Houston. So there's going to be a game five. So mm-hmm. if you have the coin, you can go to game five in Philadelphia, get on a plane and Thursday, see the Eagles play, uh, the Texans in Houston. And if the Eagles are, I'm sorry, if the, uh, Phillies managed to win one, or vice versa, or whatever. And there's a game six. You're already in Houston to go to game six. I mean, you know, that's pretty. Uh, that's living that's, that sports life, baby. Yeah, man. Uh, it's funny, man. I was just DJing a wedding last night, and they they had me play. Uh, you know, this now you're you're old. 
right? You're older. So uh, there, there's a, yes, there's, I'm old. <laughs> there's a remix uh, by an artist named Tiesto right now, and uh, I think it's called like "Dancing Dancing on My Own" or "Dancing by Myself" or something like that. But it's the Phillies have have taken that and ran with it as like their unofficial anthem for this uh, World Series bid. It was I put that on because I because I knew my crowd. I mean this this crowd was definitely like a pro Philly crowd. There's a lot of Philadelphia right. sports fans. They went nuts. Now, obviously, like you know, they were they they're all partly cloudy this morning, just like I'm sure. Yeah, you know how it goes. Yes. They went absolutely nuts. But you know, for right now, for that city, it, it is definitely a time of of absolute optimism. Uh, you're, you're just like letting them know, yeah. letting them know New York is still in the building. Um, you know, it, it's an absolute time of optimism, and you know, the, Houston as a as a baseball club. You know, they're favored. No matter what you want to say, they're favored. So yeah. any any time you know that if Philly comes in and starts hot and actually takes one from them, the whole city and the whole fan base is just so energized. And by the way, I've heard a lot of BS, man. I, I'm gonna go ahead and say it. I watched the replay. That dude leaned into that pitch. He put his whole elbow in that pitch. He did not try and avoid that. He was like, <laughs> "Here's my elbow pad." Give me this base on balls. It was it was bad. You know what I'm talking about, right? Game. No, one? I. You know, I don't. I don't. You know, the Yankees are done. So you're so done. I'm I'm done with baseball. I'm on to the six and one New York football Giants, yeah, you are. baby. Yeah, you yeah. are. Well, so basically, what happened was, and 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 Houston, man. If you're any player in Houston, you got to be careful with stuff because to me, it's going to take about ten years before the stain of the cheating really goes away. So. I'll always be suspect of them. Um, but you know, the dude just kind of like pull a little move. He was at he was at the plate, you know, he's got got his stance. The guy throws an inside pitch and he kind of like leans into it and and so it catches on his elbow pad because now they, they wear those pads, so it's not right, gonna hurt right. him any. Mm-hmm. Umpire quickly, quickly just says nope, cause cause the guy was about ready to walk. He's about ready to go take that take that little trot. Right, and, right. And so there's controversy about that. And it, but it's like, come on, like you saw what you did. You didn't avoid, like you actually leaned in. You didn't avoid the pitch, you know, <laughs> any, like I've watched toddlers with dogs who can, who can like avoid tails better than, you know, this guy tried to avoid this baseball. Uh, oh man. I tell you what, uh, you know, umpire and I, I was doing a, a little, a middle school game, you know, biggest kid on the team gets up. Uh, you know, and rockets one over the fence into the neighborhood. Uh, and then, you know, he comes up again and the kid goes and pitches him inside. And uh, and the kid fell back, like throws the bat in the air, falls, take, took a great bump. I, I think he could have been signed by the WWF the way he right fell there. down. Got the got the crocodile tears going, <laughs> and the coach is like, "Oh, get up and take your base." I'm like, "For what?" That that didn't hit him, and uh, you know, Rocky's agreeing with me. You know, <laughs> my dog, my dog is all about that right now. Rocky, and, uh, Rocky has joined the show, <laughs> and. Uh, you know, he winds up getting back in the box, all teary-eyed, put the bat on the shoulder, and the pitcher was kind of scared because he thought he hit him as well and throws a meatball right down the center of the plate. But this kid just stood there and watched it go by and wound up striking out. 
you know, and, and of course, Fro you know, the like frozen basically, right? Just frozen. Fro just froze. He just froze. He couldn't, cause you know, he thought he got hit and thought he was getting a base and you know, no, get back in the box, man. That didn't, you know, the ball didn't move. If it hits you, the ball's going to move and go in a different direction. It didn't, you know, uh, Coach so, yeah. on that plate, man. Coach, yeah, okay. man. I, I, hey, look, walk, I, it, walk it off. I told, I told the, I told the coach too. I said, you keep, you keep running your mouth. You're going to run you right to your car. So, you know, <laughs> I would, I need to come to one of your middle school games. I need to come to one of your umpiring situations <laughs> and just, and just, just with, a, you see me with the biggest bag of popcorn. Wait, <laughs> waiting to like, I'll pick like when you've had a really rough week at work. And then, you, and then you, then you hit the starboard the night before, yeah. and I'm just gonna sit there. You'll see me at the top left of the bleacher, just, just, just waiting. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, you know, a couple, a couple summers, you know, a while ago when I was still full time and at that in the summertime, I, I would, I would lead all umpires in ejections. Um, Hey, Al Leiter claimed the fame. I threw Al Leiter out of a baseball game. That's I'm not shocked. I I'm not shocked at all. Have, hey, have seen, here's his line, too. He goes, I'm a major league pitcher, and that's not a major league strike. I said, we're not in the major leagues, and you're out of here. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Oh, man, yeah. <laughs> we, have you seen the Spirit of Halloween uh, Yes. Memes? Yes, we we gotta we gotta make one for you. For your, get your coach model outfits. I yeah, uh, I I was gonna. I meant to. I had that. I had a note because I was gonna say I'm in my meme costume, prickly yeah. uh, talk show host today. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, yeah, you know. Uh, and here's a here's a good one. Um, you know, uh, Giselle it has great company now. Mm -hmm. Do you know uh, she, her? She joins great company because her, Eli Manning, and Nick Foles, the only three people to take ring, rings from Tom Brady. Mm. Too That's early for that, Tom. Is it too early? <laughs> you know what? Uh, he so he knew what he was getting into, and so did she. Because I don't need to tell you or Billy that you know you guys are so dedicated at all freaking times. So that's like your first, that's your first marriage. And anybody yeah. who gets involved in that has to know that. And she was aware of that. Yeah. Um, you, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta know, especially at, the, at that level to, you know, to, you know, walk away. I think, I think the flip flopping, I think that's what got her. Honestly, probably, the flip probably, I mean, and, and we can speculate, but yeah, I mean, that, that is the, the flip flop probably, probably really made her mad especially because because she's she's been the one to make public comments like right you know uh you know 18 years or whatever uh you know of of doing this and, and I, I get it you know that's one of those situations where you're just you're bummed for everybody involved um probably one of the most high profile divorces of of all time yeah in the modern, in the modern world uh you know and i think everybody just on a human level it sucks because it sucks for kids and it sucks for human beings and i mean it's definitely affecting his uh career this year he would not this this would not be happening this year if if not for that because we're seeing temp, temper tantrums and yeah it's he it's really thrown him off his game 
uh, you can see it. And I did see a funny meme. It was uh, there's little kids playing uh, Madden, and it said Tom Brady's kids trying trying to spend time with their dad. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, <laughs> they're, they're, oh, that's that's bad. But they're yeah, gonna have yeah. the spirit of Halloween costume that says "My dad is just empty." <laughs> oh, so here's my here's my question for you, Coach. Okay. Does he now that this is done, right? Does his game improve any more this year? Because now, like it's it's over. No. no. Does no. so? Here's and another question. Hold, does does he play next year? No, I don't think so. I think he's done after this. Now let's bring in let's bring in uh, Coach Billy. What's going on, and, guys? Uh, what's, what's up, what's buddy? Up? How you doing, man? Last weekend of field hockey. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got to say real quick to everybody out there watching, everybody needs a buddy. And I got two of the best buddies right here. Help, help me out in jams. Appreciate, you, time, guys, appreciate you guys, man. Anytime, buddy. <laughs> everybody has got a buddy. There you go. There you go. There you go, man. There you go. How you doing, Coach Billy? Good, man. Good, man. Yeah. Just, uh, a little be- it's a little better. You know, it's a little better. You get a little win on Friday nights. You know, and, uh, you know, it's homecoming. So, you know, everybody's a little fired up. And, yeah, uh, and, and it it was an electrical atmosphere. I mean, our uh, our guys faced adversity most of the game. We were behind a little bit, and, you know, they all responded. It it probably helped the fact that uh, the, coordin- or the recruiting coordinator uh, for Duke was at the game. So that wow. probably helped. Yeah. Right, right. You know, guys' performance went up a little bit. Um, you know, we took care of what Funny we how that happens. Of. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. <laughs> funny we were talking about that. I mean, you know, it, it's funny how that works. And, you know, it, the guys just played a little bit above themselves. They never gave up, even though they were behind. And it's it's good to be back in the win column, man. Very good. Good. Congratulations. You know, I, it's the first time I saw. I like the two tone turf. I like. I like the yeah. turf. The new turf, man. It looks good. It looks tough, man. I'll be honest. When they first put it in, I didn't know how I felt about it. I'm like, uh, I don't know. Like, are we trying to be Oregon here? And it, it actually turned out great. So, um, it, it was amazing. And and speaking of high school, man, what are you feeding those boys in Port Charlotte? <laughs> Big number nine, fifty seventy five. I mean. If you guys keep this going, I, I mean, you guys are going to be div- Division One high. I mean, those they're, guys they're, all look like they'd be Big Ten. Billy, ACC. they eat gator down there. They eat, <laughs> yeah. they eat high, high protein gator. Dude, <laughs> they all look like grown men. I mean, uh, geez, it's unreal. There, there's some athletes on that team. There are, and and the the funny thing is, is you know those guys that you. Uh, talked about they're they're young bucks they they're not even seniors yet so they still got a little bit of growing to do uh and, and whatnot i mean number nine's a stud uh, i tell you what and look if he had if he could just fit, grow two more inches he he would definitely be playing at a power five gu- uh, guarantee there's no guarantee. question about it there's what's no his, question about it what's I mean, his that position guy- He's a middle linebacker. He's six. He's gotcha. six foot. He's about two twenty, probably. Uh, but you know, I, I I watch that cat. You know, power clean over two hundred pounds. I mean, I mean, and he's all over the field. He's he. You know, we got two linebackers that can that can that can get at it, get after it, and and they're they're a couple of studs. So, uh, 
you know, yeah. we got we got some guys, man, that that can play at the next level, and, and it really, you know, I think I think that helps uh, your guys out because you know you're on the field with guys that are playing going to go to the next level, and it raises your level. You know, and 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 I think it raises like, oh man, I you know I because you you know come on you know Billy you're on a field with somebody that's really good you 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 know man this dude's really good I got to step up my game to be on this field with him you know you literally and, have one of two options either you raise your level and you can say hey man I'm, I'm right here with you or you don't. And you get left behind and you're lost in the sauce and you're just, mm -hmm. you know, you're a teammate of the guy that was the man, you know, what right. I mean? instead of being, you know, I'm one of the I'm one of those guys. I'm just a teammate of the guy that was that guy. And not many people remember the teammates of the guy that was that guy. <laughs> right. So um, it, it's right. a big it's a big booster to a team that gets a that has a guy that gets a big time power five uh, offer because the guys are like, you know, they're always watching. Like I could get my shot. Right. Right. And, Cause they're, they're looking at everybody. They're watching everybody. They're not just, you know, they may be coming down to look at one guy, but you know what, you know, Oh, well, Hey, who's that cat that just popped, you know, who popped now I got to take a look at this guy. So, you know, I mean, it, I mean I'm sure I'm be honest with you. I don't know if he stayed the whole game, but if he stayed towards the end, I mean, our weak side DN had a monstrous, a monstrous walk-off uh, tip-to-himself interception. Nice. And to end the game. And, I mean, it, it's – I'm telling you, they're going to be like, man, who is that guy? Who's that kid? I mean, he's tall. He's, he's, he's just raw. And, you know, it's his first year playing football. But, I mean, he's taller than me and, and – he wow! Jumped a little bit, and I, I I told him I said, "Man, you should have been playing football for four years." <laughs> I know, I know, I know, but um, yeah. I mean, guy, I told guys that I'm like, "You guys show out." And I'm like, "Man, who's that kid?" I mean, both our backs combined total, we had 492 yards rushing Friday. Nice, night. nice, nice. So I'm sure they yeah, saw. Hey, look, when rushing. you're when you're rushing for the for 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 that when you got that kind of number, man, you're you're putting a dub up. You know, I mean. So, absolutely, uh, absolutely. I mean, it was just one of our big long runs started at the three yard line, and he scored. Well, right before half. I mean, what was that? That that had to be that had to be a uh, that that was a, a 80, 90 yard run he broke off right before halftime there uh, to give you guys the lead going into half. You oh, know? Definitely, definitely. So. And our guys, one of our guys said it. He goes, <laughs> he goes, coach, man, I could see it. Hitting a sled all week, that really helps. <laughs> you, you think? You don't say. <laughs> I mean, but it was just, it was awesome to see our kids, like, come together. Everything started clicking. It was good to see it. Nice. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I so, appreciate you being in the house, man. You got a insider access pass, I heard. Yeah. You know, got, got, you know, got me down on the sidelines and everything, you know, so, uh, buddy of the program. So, uh, yeah. You know, friends of the program, friends of you the know, pro friends hey, of the program. <laughs> Billy, next time you guys need a big win, I'm going to go sit up in the bleachers, like left side with an iPad, just looking, just 
you know, doing one of these moves and you could tell them that I'm like, you know, the scouting director for Elon college or something like that. Yeah. Well, we got to get you some gear from that college here. Yeah. Keith. We'll get you geared up, which, yeah, you there know, you go. get you geared up and then, I you got know, you guys. <laughs> well, the, the funny thing was, you know, um, one of our guys actually got leftover gear from a previous visit and he's like throwing up. It's that like bam on the inside of it. So he's throwing that up. I'm like, Oh my God. Uh, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but, but it's uh man, it's, it's a great, it's a great thing to have, man, just to be back in the winning uh, column. And, you know, now yeah, it's good to be on that side of the ledger, man. You know? Yeah. Oh yeah. And, and for yeah. weeks, I mean, we're just like thinking to ourselves, like what, what are we doing wrong? And finally, finally, it all came together. And the one thing we all came away with it, we were like, you know, we got to wear the same stuff again next week, right? Because typically <laughs> we don't wear the same thing. But I mean, from the, the hoodies to the sweatpants, uh, like literally we all looked down. Yeah, but unfortunately, you know, uh, October's over, man. The pink is gone. We didn't have pink on. That's the problem. Yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. Coach had a pink hat on. Yeah, he had a pink hat on, but he was in white, and we all had like maroon on with the gray with the gray uh, jogger pants. We were like, "You realize we have to wear this again next week, right, boys? If you have to." So, all right, so Billy, you got uh, you know Philadelphia is kind of you know going crazy right now. You got an undefeated football team. You're you got a team in the World Series. I mean, you know, I'm gonna say this right now. The NFL season is a marathon. It is not a sprint. A six and O team can go to six and six really fast. Are we good? Absolutely. To say we're not good is stupid. I mean, yeah, we got the fourth easiest schedule, but we are actually all around good football team. But again, it is still early. I mean, let's wait till week 10 to see how it shakes out. But right now I'm going to say we are a good football team. And when we, when we play mistake free, we're a damn good football team. So, well, I think what hurts you, what hurts you, is having such an early buy. I think you, you know, you you had a buy, you had your buy already. So, I mean, you know, I, normally, I, normally I disagree with you, but in this case, I do agree. Like it, it, it couldn't have come at a a worse time to have a early such an early bye week. I think you need it in the season, especially when you get into those injury bug deals. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, right? It's just I'm like, ah, oh, God. Whoever came up with this schedule, man, they they need to be off of it. <laughs> All right, so uh, P- Professor, does the uh, the Ravens do anything? Uh, trade deadline Tuesday, four p.m. We're, we're going to hear the Ravens make 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 uh, uh, any kind of splash of of some sort. If they do, it's I think it's got to be wide receiver. And it doesn't need to be a gigantic name, but they got to do something. And and there's a possibility that maybe they – I've been talking for years. Like, I love Gus Edwards, but I feel like you can actually get some value for Gus Edwards to a lot of teams. I thought Gus Edwards would be a great fit a couple of years back for Philadelphia. Uh, I think that Gus Edwards could be a great fit right now, uh, a missing piece uh, for Buffalo. We talk about, you know, the platoon. Um you know, because I feel like Buffalo's needy, but they got to get some value somewhere for another wideout because the group is just not getting it done. Um, and you know, and part of that, part of that is still Lamar Jackson. Um, but they're also injury prone right now on the line side. But I don't know how you fix that necessarily because people aren't really always willing to ship off O linemen. So 
I, I think missing pieces wise, I think that they're going to need to try and find a wide receiver. They've been linked to Odell Beckham, but I just don't see OBJ showing up there. The way that Lamar Jackson plays, I feel like what's going to happen with him, the way that things are probably going to happen with him is you get a guy who comes in uh, that gets traded um, and maybe Lamar balls out with this guy. But he's going to have to be the guy that actually shows that he can give guys stats because wide receivers by nature, they want that ball and they want stats. Like you don't get team – wide receiver's not really the team player type dude. I mean, you get some of those guys like George Pickens and stuff like that who's willing to block and and throw down, but most wide receivers want that ball. So that's where they have to go. They have to find somebody to help them, and Lamar Jackson's also going to show up and show out when it comes to his wideouts because, you know, Mark Andrews and Isaiah Likely just tossing it to tight ends all day isn't going to get the job done all year. All right, so, Billy, where where do, where do the Eagles go? Uh, they're going to they're gonna do something at the trade deadline? You know, I keep hearing us going for uh, Kareem Hunt and then um, a man from uh, the Saints. I, I'll be honest with you, and this is what I've told the fan base. They're like, oh, wow, he's not going to come to Philly just to back up Miles Sanders. First of all, first of all, I think we're going to get rid of I – don't, I don't know if we sign him back or I think we're going to get rid of him because, again, we're paying a lot for a guy that is not really not really it, it worth the value, if I could say that. I mean, the guy's injured. The guy's just – I don't know. Well, I mean, you talking Sanders? Yeah. 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 So I think what's going to happen – I mean, we, we made some some good moves so far. I think Howie's going to hold on to that that Saints draft pick, you know, to the last second. And, and I think I, I'm hoping because right now, I mean, this Howie is amazing. My God, I, I don't know what diet he's been on, what he's been doing, <laughs> but man, good grief. I mean, the, the moves that he has made are unbelievable. So, you know, I'm excited to see what they do with the pick. Um, if they, in fact, hold on to it, that's not a bad idea either because, I mean, you have some decent backs coming out of the draft this year. And, I mean. Yeah, but you got to win now, man. Got to win now. Right. But all the contracts aren't, like, they're not that old. I mean, except for Fletcher Cox, who's near the end. But then again, is he really, like, the study was in the beginning? Eh. Yeah, yes and no. I mean, he's it's okay. Go ahead, Keith. It's funny to me just how the fan base would would actually say out somebody would say out loud like Camaro's going to come in and be a backup to Miles Sanders. You got Camara or Sanders? Come on. So one of those dudes <laughs> is jumping over the other. It's a, it, it, it's a no-brainer. Yeah. How of do course. you how do you even fix your mouth to say that Sanders is going to start over Camara? Could you imagine also the, just the receiving option that Kamara also brings? Like in, in addition, right? Just he's such a weapon. He's I mean he's been he's been a weapon on bad Saints teams. So imagine you give him Hurts. Good lord! I'll tell you if, if we get that guy, it is going to be fun to watch him roll. It's going to be fun. I can't wait. So I I, I just think that. Whatever move that we decide to make, I think that the thing is, it's gotta be, it's gotta be something that a it is gonna work out for us in long term. Because like I said, all the contracts we got right now, I mean, 
they're not many guys at the end of them. They're really all at the beginning. So you can see the Eagles win this year and then do the same thing again next year. So I, I just – but it's early. It is early. So, again, good football team. That's all I'm going to say. Good football team. Very good. All right. Well, we'll see. We'll see. You know, I, I'm I, – I was kind of – you know, I'm one of those, you know, Giant fans that is, you know, I'm excited that we're winning, but I, I don't want us to be going to giving away draft picks because we have a lot of needs to go get a receiver. We're not a receiver away from winning a Super Bowl. We're not there. We've got other pieces. But if we can get somebody on the cheap and upgrade our receiving core, you know, and, hey, right. maybe this trade of Kadarius Tony all of a sudden miraculously gets Kenny Galladay back healthy to get him on the field to say, you know, that, you know, he can play. I, I don't know. We'll, we'll we'll see how it goes. But, you know, I think uh, – I think the Giants, uh, you know, are going to be seven and two going into the or seven and one going into the bye uh, this week. Kenny Kenny Galladay pops up like the clown from Billy Madison. Hey, <laughs> I bet you thought that I was dead. <laughs> oh, oh goodness! Well, I, man. Speaking of speaking of receivers, how do you feel about the rumor there, Professor? The rumor. You guys going after Deshaun Jackson? Uh, he's think, already there. Yeah, he's it happened. It oh, happened. He's signed. Oh, how do you yeah, feel about he's him? There. How you feel about it, man? I mean, speed is speed. You know, speed is speed. I don't know. I mean, so Marquise Brown was the same situation as Deshaun, Deshaun Jackson. Just run. Just go that way. Go that way, young man. Go west. <laughs> uh, I guess I'm okay with it. I just I feel like he's I feel like he's old. Uh, he is. He's good for about probably six to ten yeah. plays a game, and that's about it. And I mean, he so he wasn't nearly as bad as um, gosh, who was the uh, Lashawn McCoy in terms of attitude, right? Because right. Lashawn McCoy around the city of Philadelphia at least was was a noted bastard. You know, like really really bad to staff members, like just just like. You know, if if Lashawn McCoy is sitting down at a restaurant in your restaurant, it's not going to be a good night for that server. Oh no, um, not at all. Not but, at all. Uh, you know, and 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 I I was never a Chip Kelly guy in terms of what the fire sale that he did, but I I just wonder if if you know, Deshaun Jackson is coming in. I worry about the how. Hey, Chip's got the number ten team in the land. Though. Stop! Come stop! On now. That's stop, college. That's stop, college. Stop it! That's college. Stop. It's college. You're a Chip Kelly guy, Dan. Come on, man. Uh, Come on, we run the bottle together, man. We, we've got, we've got, we've got ties, man. Oh Come God! On now. All right, so Come what, on, baby. What What I'm going to say is with, with Deshaun Jackson, I just hope that he doesn't cha- try and change the culture there. I just hope he's a valuable asset to Lamar Jackson because if he's going to be a hindrance, then there's no point in having him. You know, I think like he's going to be. I think he's going to be the safety blanket, like when he rolls out. Right, because Deshaun has been used to that for a while, in, in in the teams he's played on. Right, it's especially his later time in Philly. But good morning, you know. I, I just morning, I, Mama Moon. How you doing? Hey, hey, Mama Moon. How you doing? But I, I think I think it'll be a good. I think it'll be a good fit in that fact. He yeah. he's got to buy in the fact that he is a role player. It is no right. way. Shape. Yeah, but I think he understands that now at his age and and what he's doing and sure. and you know, 
So it should be, it should be. I still think, you know, I still think the Ravens need one more veteran because the guys, you know, you, you hear the lip service in the beginning of the year, the GM, the coach, they talk about like, we like the guys that we have in house, uh, you know, but the guys that they have in house have been developmental projects that have been developmental projects for years. And, and just so happened to end up being guys that were on the roster because they had nobody else, you know, James Prochi, Devin Duvernay has, has flashed a little bit, but you know, Rashad Bateman can't stay healthy to save his life. Right. So, the, so the, and, and Rashad Bateman should be what the, the old Ravens team had. The, the Super Bowl winning team had Torrey Smith on the outside as a deep threat and Anquan Bolden as the number two possession guy. Yeah. And, and Bateman should be the Anquan Bolden role to complement the speed guy who was Hollywood Brown until he left. Um, so they, they just need something. They need something else. Something's definitely missing in Baltimore. All right. All right, gentlemen. Good stuff, man. I appreciate you guys coming, hanging out, everybody hanging out with us. Cause, uh, and, uh, we're going to, uh, end it out. Uh, what's your score today? The Eagles game there, Billy. I see the Eagles go a good 35 to seven. Wow. You got a game. I know your guys already played, Professor. You got a game you're going to watch tonight, today. Oh yeah, man. Uh, on, on just that drive up 95. I'm going to watch that Philly game for sure. All right, all right, all right. Giants big win tonight, and also, also, I like the Jets beating up uh, New England tonight too. Yeah. Uh, you know, as think, we talk uh, about that, when is the last time that's happened? It's been a while. Rex Ron- was, was, did Rex do it? I think it was Rex, Rex? Sexy Rexy. I think it was, man. Wow. So, yeah. And as I'm looking up. now, the Jaguars are really – it's got to – you got to say it at this point. The the uh, Is it Russell Wilson? They're just – they look awful. They're bad. And it's then, uh, look, Russ, Russ isn't a good teammate. That's that's a rumor coming out of Den- uh, Seattle and now in Denver. So, and and they they kept that they kept that quiet for years. In yeah, Seattle. yeah. It's just now because they won. Out. They were winning. They were in yeah. Super Bowls. They were winning. He, so, I mean, yeah. but his but even his play, the trans, he looks like hammered dog crap. He looks mm. bad. It's and, oh and, uh, god. And they pay. They put out the truck for him, yep, and they are regretting they that decision. Yeah, they are, man. They are literally so. losing to the Jags, and it looks like they might lose. Man, all right, guys. All right, enjoy some football today. Uh, be safe. Uh, next week, uh, I may or may not be here or coming to you from South Florida, but I'm yeah. out the door after we get off this broadcast, heading south. Go. Uh, Get getting on that pirate ship. So safe travels, coach. Good luck, yeah, man. buddy. All right, everyone. Be safe. Enjoy football. Be have sure. a great week. And uh we'll see everybody next week. Uh be good. Thanks. <laughs>